0: You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action, ranging from basketball to golf, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front row seat to all of the action. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap and then sit back and watch your points pile up. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there is no better place to get in on all of the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson. Chase Crawshaw with me as always. Uh, Chase, I always ask you how you are, but I'm guessing you're going to give the same answer as we did on Monday's episode because, yes, we are recording this one in advance. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get a game review out to you. Great people on this Thursday episode. We'll be talking about that on Monday's episode. But Unfortunately, we did have to record a little bit early as, you know, life comes at you fast. Life switches up on you. So, uh, Chase, we're still going to have a great episode and I'm excited for it. I don't know about you. I know we have uh, some buy, sell or hold topics that I'm going to put you on the hot seat for. And uh, you don't know what's coming at you. So it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Full disclosure, you know, I've got a a personal thing, uh, a, a little operation don't feel like going into more than that so you know we got to record this early shouldn't be um anything like too long keep me out so it should just have to you know record this one episode early then be we'll be good going forward uh we'll make sure to hit on those uh carolina and dallas games in the next episode that we do live or or live i guess i don't know if that's right word to use but regardless i you know i look forward to what we got on on hand for this episode i hope you guys enjoyed as well
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if for any reason uh, Chase needs an extra day or two on top of it and can't do Monday's episode, you're going to be stuck with me. So buckle in, get ready and hope and pray that Chase is back, because if not, you're going to be in some deep trouble. But Chase, first, before we hop into our buy, sell, hold, we did want to talk about the North Division. Uh, We were thinking about talking about it in last episode, but we decided, you know what, we're going to save it for this episode because it just continues to be wild. The scoring that is happening in that division, and it was something that I brought up, I think in our our preseason show, I I asked, you know, do you think there's ever going to be, because they're only playing within their own divisions, ever going to be a division that's just way more high scoring than the other? And you said, oh, you think it's possible, but not like to an extreme level. It kind of feels like it's to an extreme level right now.
1: Yeah, it's strange. You know, this is something that nobody really could predicted. You know, we knew that the Canadian teams were kind of the weaker teams in the league coming to the season as it was Uh, just kind of, you know, know, the life cycle of the NHL, just kind of how it worked out for these teams. So the fact that they're playing together, you thought, all right, maybe we'll score a few more goals, but at the same time, some of these weaker teams, they might not score as much compared to, you know, if they were going against other teams. So it should kind of, you know, even out and come down to the mean. Well, this Canadian division has not done that quite yet. Uh, the teams are scoring at an excessive rate. Players are scoring at an excessive rate. They have four of the top five scorers and six of the top ten in the league. Uh, you know, Conor McDavid, Leon Seidel are two guys that are going off, as well as, you know, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews. We're just seeing a shit ton of scoring, you know, very high scoring that we haven't seen really in, like, decades in the NHL. Uh, it's a bit entertaining, you know, like, for example, the, uh, we're recording on Sunday the 21st, so the Edmonton Oilers versus Calgary Flames game on the 20th. Connor McDavid just kind of took the game into his hands, put up five points with a hat trick, just casually doing his thing. Like, stuff like that, it's entertaining to see, and, you know, it, it just shows that he's really just playing against – it looks like he's playing against little kids, and it, it's not fair. Um, but it just – it still, regardless, is strange how much even uh, he is scoring. He's almost had two points per game. Uh, the Oilers are uh, – really offensive team. The Leafs are a really offensive team. Whereas if they were playing, you know, like if they played Tampa a little more, they played Boston or Carolina a little more, Uh, you know, three of the teams that are doing well this year outside of the Canadian division. I don't think they'd score as much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And to put it in perspective, if you look at goals for across the divisions, there's only one team from the Central East and West division that have over 60 goals for. Not the case for the North, as you have three teams over that 60 goals for Mark and two with over 70. So um, it's it's pretty incredible what the North is doing. And I think it's really just going to result in Austin Matthews being one of the highest goals for per game. in geez, uh, a decade, two decades. And Matt or McDavid, the same thing, but points for per game. So uh, it's been an electric season up there in the north. Obviously, being in the United States, we haven't been able to watch all of the games. However, catching a few of them, they've just been way too high scoring. And honestly, I don't know about you, Chase. I didn't think that was going to be the case because of the goaltending in this division. Now, there's some rough goaltenders, I will admit, but having Frederick Anderson, having Connor Hellebuck, having Carey Price, having Jacob Markstrom, having Braden Holpe or Thatcher Demko, Matt Murray coming over to Ottawa. I didn't think that it was going to be this wild. However, some of those goalies I mentioned have underperformed, and the goalies that you know I didn't mention, they're performing how we kind of expected.
1: Yeah, it's just been an underwhelming like kind of goaltending matchup for the Canadian division so far. And, you know, it, it wasn't to really be expected either. I'm kind of in the same boat as you where it's a little bit shocking. Um, it, but it, it really makes for a unique, entertaining game. Uh, you know, when we get to see these Canadian games, they're high scoring. I, I'm a guy who, you know, I like I like a lot of scoring in hockey, but at the same time, I, you know, I like a good defensive matchup too here and there. But the way the Canadian teams are doing it, it's just been pretty entertaining because, they're, you know, there's some really nice goals. There's some crazy comebacks. Uh, They're they're really putting up offense in every single way they can. It just adds a whole different kind of like element to watching the game, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I do have to say, going from like a Minnesota versus Anaheim game to a game that's being played in the North, oh, so amazing. Like, Anaheim, Minnesota, they're struggling to put up goals. Only 38 goals for Minnesota on the season. Anaheim only has 34. And we always talk about how West style of hockey a little bit boring in our opinions. So to go from that to a high flying game where McDavid Matthews dry sidle, they're all doing craziness. A lot of fun. Oh yeah. Big time. All right. Well, Chase, this is a shorter episode, so we are going to go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial break, we've got buy, sell, hold. You're not going to want to miss it. A lot of fun coming.
2: It's going to be really interesting. Like, I like Pinto and I, I remember everyone like. And this is the thing that I think Sense fans need to start realizing. We need to stop looking at the draft. We really need to stop looking at a player being like, he was drafted way too early. You know who you can make an argument who was drafted way too late? Mark Stone. Sixth round pick and now he's making $9.5 million. Pajot. Drafted, I think, in the fifth round and making $5 million. Hoffman. Welcome to the Sens Hour podcast, your number one source for Sens content, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, hosted by Shane from Ottawa and...
0: And Derek from Muskoka, almost near Leaf country out here. Um, but I think Clevin was, was right up there because they traded up to get him uh, with the Leafs. And again, they, they passed up some talented players for a guy like Clevin, but now Clevin's all of a sudden looking like a talented player himself. Like that goal that he scored um, in the third game in UND was outrageous. It was just not something you're expecting from the Twitter scouts, especially.
2: Since <laughs> our podcast, your number one stop for all your Senators content. New episodes coming at you every Monday and Thursday. Part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Have a good one. Stay safe.
0: Take care. All right, Chase, and we're back. And this is where I put you in the hot seat. Because we've got buy, sell, hold. How this basically works is I'm going to give Chase a prompt. He's either going to say buy and that would be, yes, I believe that's going to happen. I believe that is going to continue throughout the season. Uh, Sell, no, that's not going to happen. It's not going to end that way. Or hold, where he's not quite sure it could be either, but he's not ready to purchase or sell quite yet. So uh, Chase... You're in the hot seat, don't upset any fans. The first one, however, the Vancouver Canucks will make the playoffs even though they're currently 6th in the north with an 8-12-1
1: record. I'm going to go with sell. Vancouver has looked really bad this year. Uh you know they've they've scored some goals, but defensively, uh go, like goalie-wise, it, it's been really bad to the point where it looks like they might not recover this season. Uh, you know, Holby's not the like goal it used to be. Demko is underwhelming, you know, in his first like real opportunity to maybe take the starting job. Uh, this isn't a team that is going to like be built for defensive defensemen either. You know, like they've, they've got like the Quinn Hughes of the world. Tyler Myers isn't really a good defenseman anymore. Um, like they, they, they just don't have a team to, you know, stop the puck from going in. And they have some great offensive weapons, but it might not be enough quite yet to just score and, you know, supplement their goals against. So I'm going to sell.
0: Chase, are you at all surprised that you're going to sell on this looking back at the season they had last year? I mean, the team last year looked like a very bright, young, up-and-coming team, and this year it just hasn't looked the same.
1: Yeah, I mean, I am surprised. I had them being a playoff team. I thought they were going to kind of get in with ease in this Canadian division. But clearly, it's not the case. They're struggling. Um, it appears they need a little more work than we thought they did. So yeah, another offseason, uh, so, some player development, a signing or two, maybe coaching change. they will get to figure it out.
0: OK, and the next buy, sell, hold. This is the bolts broadcast. So we'd be remiss if we didn't throw something Tampa related in there. The Tampa Bay Lightning will not be first in the Central Division, currently ranked fourth.
1: I'm going to have to sell on this, actually, because I genuinely believe that they still are the best team in the league. Uh, they might be biased, might not be biased. I'm doing this as unbiased as possible. When I look at their roster, even without Kucherov, I still think they're the best team. Um, Like when you watch them play, it looks like they're holding back. Um, like You know you, you know that they can do more, um, but they're just not quite doing it. Once they finally decide to let it go, because I know they want to hold it in and prepare for that playoff run, they're not really too much worried about their placing. Uh, They're going to go on a really hot run at the end of the season and steamroll through the playoffs. I genuinely believe that's going to happen. So I think they're going to get hot enough at the end of the season where they're going to jump ahead. Uh, It might barely take first, but they will end up taking first and they will go on a very strong playoff run. Currently on Sunday, February
0: 21st, they are only behind Carolina, Florida, and Chicago. Uh, I, I think you and I both expect them to jump Colorado pretty soon and they have three games upcoming against Carolina. So if they're able to take all three of those, or even two of those, uh, it could definitely push them up into that first place spot. But Chase, next up, buy, sell, hold. The L.A. Kings will be the fourth team to make it out of the West.
1: I I I think I'm gonna go sell on this one. You know, I I, I almost want to go hold, but I think I'm gonna go sell because I you know I'm surprised that they're playing as well as they are. Anze Kopitar scoring a lot. And I just don't know if he can sustain it the rest of the year. I think they're going to kind of come back down a little bit in terms of their offense, defense. Um, you know, it's not an unreal defensive team either. So I, I think everything comes back down. They end up, um, you know, just on the outside looking in. They're kind of right on that verge, but they end up missing. Yeah. And Drew Doughty's even looked a little bit better than I thought he would. And
0: that's from one of the big biggest Drew Doughty critics out there. A uh, little shocked by that. And also, um, I guess, hurt by it because that would make me wrong. But uh, they currently sit fourth. Chase is selling their stock, however. Next up, Chase, buy, sell, hold. Crosby will finish under a point per game for the first time in his career.
1: Selling, there's just no chance. You can tell he's still one of the best players in the ice, top 10 player in the league. Uh, His team's not really helping him out right now, but I think something's going to eventually click. He's going to score. It might not be by a lot, but he will for sure be a point per game.
0: Okay. Only down a point right now. I believe it's 16 games, 15 points. I was thinking about adding Crosby and Malkin will be under a point per game this year, uh, but Malkin, he's had two or three seasons under a point per game. So I figured I'd go a little bit more spicy with just Crosby. But Chase, next up, buy, sell, hold. Austin Matthews will finish the season with 50 goals or more. I,
1: I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on this one because I'm not ready to claim anything because this sounds like an easy sell in a 56 game season in the NHL, uh, like in today's game, but like the rate he's scoring, it's, it, he, he could very easily make it happen. Um, You know, he's at a goal per game. So if, if he keeps going to that rate, obviously he'll finish 56 or 56, but I that's, that's too bold for someone to just really, like, proclaim. I'm going to have to hold and wait and see.
0: Understandable, and he is playing in that north division that we've talked so much about at the start of this episode. So at a point per game right now, it's it's tough to sell. I, I totally understand that. So, Chase, next up, we continue in the north as McDavid will run away with the scoring race, boasting over 20 points more than the next man up.
1: I'm gonna sell this one because I think Leon Draisaitl finishes second and finishes within that 20 points, just you know, from benefiting being on the same power play and the same team as McDavid. Um, so it, it it could happen. It definitely could happen. But I'm gonna to have to sell. I, I think Draisaitl, you know, right now only seven points behind. If we just doubled their point totals on the season, he'd finish 14 points behind. Um, you know, that's right in that realm. Uh, that sounds about right to me. So I, I think I think Draisaitl probably finishes within 10 to 15 points of McDavid.
0: Okay, buy, sell, hold. Quinn Hughes will be one of the finalists for the Norris Trophy.
1: I'm gonna sell. Um, I think his offense is gonna start slowing down a little bit. I I just I don't see Van, Vancouver's offense like some like, you know like they're having some success, but I, I got a feeling it's gonna slow down for some reason. Even though the Canadian Division is so high scoring, and Quinn Hughes, when it comes to his defensive game, you know it, it's a it's quite underwhelming to be honest. Like he's fine defensively, but that's about it. So if his offense isn't there and you got to focus more on the defensive side of the game, then it's just not enough. So I think he finishes outside the top three.
0: Okay. Quinn Hughes currently 20 points through 21 games. Chase might upset some Vancouver fans there, but we shall see. Buy, sell, hold. Vasilevsky will not finish in the top three for wins.
1: I think I'm gonna have to sell just based on what I said about the Tampa Bay Lightning. How I, th- I think they're gonna end up jumping ahead and winning the division. Um, I-, I think he's gonna end up having to, you know, help with that. He's gonna play well. The team's gonna finally get rolling. They're gonna go on a really hot streak to end the year. I already know what's gonna happen. So uh, it's just, you know, we're gonna wait and see until it happens. But I think it will happen. Um, if they end up with that many wins, it'd be hard for him not to be, you know, in that realm, right?
0: You would think so for sure. All right, Chase. Last two here: buy, sell, hold. Buffalo will finish last in the NHL this year. Oh man,
1: man, that's 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 tough. I I think I'm going to I'm I'm gonna lean towards sell. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to hold on this one. I want to either buy or sell. And I'm close to buying, but. You know, I've watched Buffalo games. I've watched Red Wings games. I can't imagine either team winning very many more games the rest of the year. Uh, hopefully likely gets traded and gets out of the hell out of Buffalo. But the Red Wings, their roster is even worse. Um, I, I just I can't see a team being worse than the Detroit Red Wings, like by the end of the season.
0: If the draft was today, Buffalo would hold the second overall pick, the first overall pick going to Ottawa and the third overall pick going to Detroit. Chase final one here, buy sell hold. Jack Eichel will don a new jersey at the start of next season. <sighs>
1: That's so hard to predict. He's the captain of the team, has that extension. Uh, they have no need to trade him. He doesn't have a no move clause. They can move him to wherever they want to. Um, so like you know, all those factors in. There's some pros to moving, some cons to moving. I'm going to say that he is elsewhere. So I'm gonna buy. Where the hell is he going to be? I don't know. I hope it's somewhere during the season that they're just wasting his career. You know, it sucks. Um, if he leaves, it's going to suck for Sam Reinhardt. suck for Rasmus Dalin. If Taylor Hall resigns there, it sucks for him. It sucks for Uka Pekalukkanen and not going to have no offense. Um, you know, it sucks for the city of Buffalo, really. But you're wasting this dude's career. He's got so much talent. He has no support. You can just tell that, you know, he's frustrated. He's trying to do everything himself. And it's just, it's not feasible. You know, let him get out. Let him go somewhere else. Let him have some success. And I think that the pressure is going to ultimately just force, uh, you know, the Pagulas in Buffalo's hands.
0: Yeah, that's super understandable. And uh, I don't know where I would go with that, buy, sell, or hold. But you can tell there's some frustration going on with him. And honestly, I don't know why, but one team comes to mind when I think of Jack Eichel moving on to a new venture. Tampa. I think Nashville. Nashville. I- like Nashville has been striving for that number one center for how many years they went out, tried to get Ryan Johansson thought he was the guy, not the case. They went out, got Matt Duchesne, hoping, hoping that he was the guy, not the case. If they can get Jack Eichel, it's guaranteed. He is the number one center. He's a great player. He's a top 15. You could argue top 10 player in the league right now. I would argue that top 10 player in the league right now. Um, So, I just feel like if Nashville were to be able to find a deal, whether that be, you know, trading a lot of picks or maybe giving up an A plus prospect um, like an Askarov or maybe sending Tolvin in the other way. I don't know. But I feel like Nashville and Eichel would be a good fit.
1: I got a deal for you. Okay. Eli Tolvin and Dante Fabro, a first in two seconds for Jack Eichel. that's uh that's
0: some good stuff because I like Fabro a lot Tolvanen although he's kind of slumped a little bit I still think he can be a 30 plus goal scorer year in and year out in the NHL um and I feel like if Jack Eichel wants out and he's not given given it as all I, I think you got to go with yes I think you got to buy that
1: yeah like that's a, that's a type of, you know, that's what it would have to be. Maybe it would have to be two firsts instead of a first and two seconds. Um, I didn't want to just overshoot it. I wanted to kind of, you know, low ball because I think teams are going to try starting off with a low ball offer and then if they got to get bigger, they will. Um, But like, it, it's going to happen at some point and natural team that could make sense. I think Buffalo would really want a forward AD prospect and a first round draft pick back at least in this type of trade because like they just need to build as much as they can add as much depth as they can. Um, so, you know, Nashville, they, they would have the pieces to do that. So if that happens, that, you know, that could be something. I can't even picture Eichel in that yellow jersey, though. That'd be weird.
0: Yeah, it would be weird. And if they needed to, you know, move out some cap, they could probably do that by giving a, a Ryan Johansson or a Matt Duchesne back as well. Uh, those guys both making quite a bit of money. Uh, and by no means is this a prediction on what's going to happen. Um, we think there's a good chance that Jack Eichel could be moving on from Buffalo. Chase bought that stock. Um, however, Nashville, the landing spot. We're not going to make that as a prediction. That's just a team that came to mind right when we were talking about it. I think it could be a fit. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other teams elsewhere.
1: Yeah, uh, there's there's definitely, you know, fits out there. But the Nashville one, you know, the more I think about it, the more interesting it could really be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But, Chase, we'll move on to hockey name of the day as this episode is winding down. Um, scrolling down here. And we've got Pontus. Oh, he's got three names. Pontus
1: Wernersen Liebach Pontus Wernerson Liebach the Swedish born forward uh, there, there's a certain reason I picked this dude and it is actually because he may or may not have a brother I don't know if they're twins to be honest with you I think they are from that mistaken. nope they definitely are I didn't check birthdays um, but they both play on the same team so that's kind of why I, I, I picked them uh, they both are currently playing in the Hockey E10, uh, which is a, a third level pro league in Sweden, where actually two former guests, uh, Ethan Cardwell and Jack Thompson, played for a little bit while they're waiting for the OHL season. But yeah, Pontus and his brother, Linus, both playing in the Hockey E10, uh, just started over there after leaving the Alps Hockey League, which is a, uh, you know, a primarily Austrian league. And uh, they're they're you know they're they're decent players nothing too special twenty nine years old never played internationally for Sweden or anything never played at the highest level but you know they're they're fine hockey players. Can you re say the full name for me? Pontus Wanderson Leaback. Gosh damn it,
0: Chase! I the last couple of episodes is. Mike, the W's a V. Come on. Why didn't you know that? And so I do it with a V this time. And of course, this time it's an actual W. So uh, great, Chase. Thank you very much for that. Uh, I've about had it with you. So let's just get through these uh, yeah. these little updates that you have for our fans. And then we'll get out of here.
1: I think I'm going to move nice and slow like molasses hardening to create a homemade light. Hey, bulb.
0: now people are clicking off. Let's <laughs> come on.
1: Uh, if you want to go on Patreon, on Patreon and support us that way, you know we'd really appreciate it. Support not just us, but the network. You can get exclusive content over there. By no means is it required, but we do appreciate if you guys choose to do that. If you would like to follow us on Twitter at bolts broadcast, that is at bolts broadcast. You can follow the hockey podcast network on Twitter at hockey that's at hockey If you're gonna do those two things, you might as well follow WMP on Twitter at WMP sports pod, WMP sports pod, that is. Uh, at Boltz Broadcast, you know you'll you'll get your Tampa content, you'll get your hockey content at the Hockey Podcast Network. You'll get giveaways. You'll see all the other podcasts in the network, and at WNP Sports Pod, you're going to find mostly you know football, some hockey, some other general sports. Uh, so you know you're really getting all those fixings in. You know the, you know the two most important sports, hockey and football, are what we cover. So obviously, you guys are looking for that type of content. So make sure to check out all of our podcasts and all of our brother and sister podcasts in the network. Uh, you can do that by also going to the HockeyPodcastNumber.com, clicking on whatever logo of the podcast you want to listen to. They're all right there. Boom, just click, listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, you guys could rate us five stars. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to ask your questions, comments, concerns, you know, that'd be great. And don't forget to use code THPN at DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you next time.